0: Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. I'm Cat Wonders and this is episode 34 and I'm pretty sure about that this time. <laughs> Last time I said episode 33 and I felt like I had already said that and I was thinking that it might have actually been episode 34 but I was right so no worries there. This is the second podcast in December and I have a very fancy Christmas cocktail, and it's a legit one that I found a recipe for, and there's all sorts of components to this cocktail, or elements, ingredients, and uh, we're gonna have an adventure together. I'm already <laughs> I don't know what it is as soon as I start talking. Maybe it's like a combination of the amount of makeup that I'm wearing, and, uh, cause I, my nose always runs. It seems that whenever I put eye makeup on, or a lot of eye makeup, <laughs> I have gemstones on my eyes today too. <laughs> so uh, it tends to make my nose run. I know like eyes, ears, nose are all connected, so I th- I'm thinking that's where the phlegm is coming from. I'm thinking. Okay, either a helicopter is landing in my yard or it's the garbage truck. I think it's a garbage truck. My ride's here. <laughs> I'm wearing a adorable, an adorable. Uh, sugar thrill sweater from their latest collection. I am actually waiting for another box full of stuff. I actually I was gonna unbox this as well as some other things on camera but then I kept putting it off and then literally pulling things out of the box to wear to film with and now there's nothing left <laughs> to review so darn but that's okay there's more sugar thrills coming that I can promise you. All right, so let's get straight into concoctails, how we always start this podcast. And um, it's called Holly Jolly Christmas. And this is the name, I kept it original to the recipe, um, because it kind of will look holly and jolly. And let me explain to you why. Okay, first I'm going to read the ingredients. Uh, We need one third a cup of orange juice, one pomegranate, (laughs) one ginger beer, Two ounces of vodka, one ounce of St. Germain which is a an elderflower liqueur and fresh rosemary sprigs. So I <laughs> thought that I had more vodka but I have like one ounce left so I'm going to actually do the opposite. I'm going to do one ounce of vodka and two ounces of St. Germain. So it's going to be maybe a little sweeter than it should be but. <laughs> It's gonna be good, I can guarantee that. Okay, so first, let me just cut the pomegranate. Do I have a, no, Uh, yes, I do. Over here, I'm gonna grab a cloth. One sec. So I have a little tip and um, I don't know why I haven't done this in the past. It would have saved me a lot of ruined clothing pieces. So as you could see, this is like a little mock neck sweater I knew, because it's not that stretchy, I knew that I would like wipe off half my makeup putting it on or at least like some of it like just kind of all around the jawline and uh, and then ruin the sweater because a lot of stuff I wind up giving away, not my sugar thrills mind you, but and there's nothing worse than there being like makeup stains or any type of stain on any type of clothing you're giving away whatsoever. So then I thought well I'm just gonna tuck this over the neck which is the part that I'm gonna be pulling over my face. And then anything that would have transferred onto the sweater will transfer onto this. And it worked. <laughs> it's not rocket surgery. <laughs> I know it's rocket science. It's just a joke that I tell sometimes. Brain surgery, rocket science. If you say rocket surgery, then people think you're even more dumb than they already do. Uh, okay, so I have this. I also have a knife and a cutting board. First, let me show you how beautiful this bottle is. I remember, I think it was, I don't know where, my aunt's house. There was always a bottle of this kind of getting dusty in the background and it, I've always liked the look of it. It looks very royal, kind of like, I don't know, a knight in shining armor would carry this in the side pack on his horse, just take swigs once in a while. Um, but I was trying to see where it says, oh yeah, okay, elderflower liqueur. You know, it's weird, liqueur and liquor is spelled the same. How do you know? How do you know it's not elderflower liquor, huh? <laughs> okay, so I just had to get that out of the way actually because it was on my cutting board. <laughs> Maybe I'll just leave this here. I didn't even light my candle. Oh My God. What kind of podcast would this be without a lit candle? Probably a safer one. (laughs) Liquor, fire. I mean, you guys are getting a lot here. Watch it pop. See? So I noticed with these types of candles where there's a lid to it, it's nice because there's no smoke to deal with. I burned my no I didn't burn any ears. just my sweater <laughs> another thing you don't want to give your clothes away with is burn marks um but anyway the nice thing is that you could just put the candle out without having smoke but then you get like little charcoal nuggets on the wick which wind up popping and making more of a mess than like smoke would even though smoke is not more it's more more about the smell than anything but what am I talking about all right here we go this is a pomegranate. And I'll tell you what, I only recently learned how to properly carve one of these or slice one cut one serve one and I don't know if I remember anymore <laughs> from what I remember you cut off the top and then you'll be able to see the little seams because pomegranates they are kind of strange they've got like little pockets of nuggets and we're gonna do this together if you've never cut a pomegranate or purchased one because you don't know what the hell to do with it that was me for many years until I tasted pomegranate and I was like whoa that is needs to be in my life. So I bit the bullet and just Googled it. Actually, I think I YouTubed it. How to carve a pomegranate. You guys wouldn't believe the shit I have over here to make this cocktail. <laughs> Another thing too, as I work all this shit over here, I had to kind of reconfigure my studio space here. So if you noticed, I'm kind of farther this way. left I don't know if you're seeing it left or right but uh I can never figure that out (laughs) I have a stripper pole (laughs) that I set up for my 25 days of lingerie I think it's gonna be here for a long time it's pretty permanent it's not really like I can take it down but it's a pain in the butt so it'll sort of just be like a mystery pole that I have in the background and let me show you ready Hey, if you're listening to this podcast, there is a video version. <laughs> you can see my stripper pole. It looks a little dirty, but it's not. I promise there was like a decal on it halfway down. Stainless steel, very easy to clean. And uh, so no worries there. But like I said, it's it's got like some sticker. Should I, I got to get that goo gone or whatever it's called. <laughs> I swear it's sticker glue. <laughs> not stripper glue, sticker glue. All right, so let's just... I'm assuming the easiest thing is to cut this top off. It's probably not easier than the bottom, but. So let's just. Wow. Good thing I got my fricking cloth here. This is what we see. Now, what I'm gonna do is score down the sides of these seams, because we only need a few. For this cocktail. I'm gonna put the seeds in here. This is not the drink glass that I'm using for this cocktail by the way. So see these there's like a seam here. I I don't know if seam is the right word but there's like a little division pulp here here and I don't know what's going on there that'll be a mystery but I'm just going to cut down the front of that seam and down the front of that one because these are juicy little nuggets and I don't want to screw it up. Oh okay it's happening oh my god I'm only going to do this one slice because I want to save the rest. is that not like these are like little gemstones and i just want to say that this is one of nature's freaking miracles i feel like these are not like super common anywhere in canada or the united states but i mean you can get them but i have to cover my face otherwise my camera won't focus but look at these little nuggets and they taste so delicious they're kind of they're a very unique flavor don't really taste like anything else besides maybe like a bit of apple or something. Success. Okay, so that first, that's first thing done. Now we got to start throwing things in my cocktail shaker. Forgot ice, but that's okay. I don't really mind. Everything was in the fridge besides the liquor. My ginger beer was in the fridge. (laughs) So that'll be cold. Um, And that's going to go in last. So let's just, so first thing, let's do a third a cup of orange juice. Okay, so we're going to add some. I actually don't even need this. I'm just going to keep them in their little in their little house until i need them all right so this is the glass i'm going to be using it's kind of like would be considered a i don't know stemless wine glass but i need to hold a lot here okay (laughs) so first a third a cup of orange juice this is more this is about half a cup i'm just gonna use it all because i got me a big glass to fill and uh let's do okay one pomegranate so i'm gonna just should i just add them for garnish after let me taste this orange juice you know, you know, you can get orange juice with like extra vitamins added. Sometimes that tastes like garbage. So I just added, I don't know, 10 of those little guys just to kind of throw it in there. And then we'll add some more after if I can dig them out. (laughs) Uh, And then we're going to add two ounces of vodka, (laughs) wink, wink, one ounce of vodka. That's all I have left. And it's raspberry vodka, but I really don't feel like that's going to make a big difference. So there's Probably an exact ounce of that now. I bought this Just for this cocktail you guys. So I really hope I like it (laughs) because that's a lot They didn't have any smaller versions and I wanted to really give her with this recipe Holy cow, that smells good That is also extremely unique. I used to buy an elderflower cider And I believe it was like the brand. I can't remember, but there was like four or five different flavors. (laughs) I say like jam my nose into it. Oh, it smells so good. Okay, so I'm going to do two ounces of this. One. Two. Okay, now we can add. Okay, now we got to shake it. Then this is going to want to explode because there's no ice in it. I don't need to mix it up too much I don't think because there's no ice It's doing nothing besides just mixing. One mistake you don't want to make is to put the ginger beer in the mixer and then shake it up. So this premium Canada Dry ginger beer. This is like, you need a bottle opener, it's not a twist-off. Which I kind of find annoying for non-alcoholic beverages. I'm gonna put effort in, I want to have booze in it. Can we just taste this on its own? Whoa! That is gingery. Luckily, I love ginger. Ginger? Holy crap! This is extremely gingery, like, over the top. Like... I ate a hot pepper and it's just like coming out of my nose. Now I'm going to add this. This is a big drink you guys. This is a tall with no ice. There's a little bit left for more of a cocktail later. Now I'm going to dig out some more of these gorgeous little gems and float them around in there. I wonder if you'll be able to see them. They're ripe and ready to freaking pop. Can you see them? Yeah, they're kind of floating around in there. The point was like when I saw the image of this cocktail, it looked really pretty and festive. And like kind of holly berries. And then I've got one accessory for this. Or two. Okay, that's good for now. One is a sprig of rosemary. One day, I won't be such a disaster. One day. Wow, this is fragrant. So nothing is more Christmassy looking as a garnish for a drink than rosemary. Now, there's a nice long one. Okay, so the berries are kind of floating. (laughs) Merry freaking Christmas, you guys. This is awesome. (laughs) Will it taste awesome? I don't know. I also forgot a straw. God damn it. One day I'll get my shit together. Now, I have a fun, a really fun (laughs) accessory. (laughs) Cocktail, garnish, whatever the hell you want to call it. And... It's kind of like, you know, those cooking shows where they just swipe the mess off to the side and it disappears into nowhere. (laughs) That's what I need. I'm just like disappearing the mess over here. Uh, Would never happen in real life. But the camera's rolling, right? This is show business. Okay, look at these. I was at my local uh, drugstore and they were selling these candy sticks. And I feel like one's got to go in there. I don't want to do peppermint though. Like even though this aesthetic is what I'm going for, i want what's this one birthday cake i don't know how much it's gonna flavor my drink i gotta be careful this one is apple sour apple do i need it in there okay what's this one watermelon will it stick out even will you even see it okay let me taste it first before i add that in there is almost bringing tears to my eyes, it's that good. The magic that I've just performed in front of you today was definitely worth it. Wow, it actually would be better a bit colder. Oh my God, it's so good. And you know what the the aroma from the rosemary as I'm drinking this is really adding something. Oh my God, okay, I'm gonna add this, I don't care. This is good okay guys have a look at my freaking creation and that little stick in there does add something and probably a little bit of flavor probably not yet but let's see <laughs> oh, it's really fun to make real cocktails you guys making them up is one thing sort of using what you have in your fridge in your pantry but <laughs> definitely recommend following a recipe sometimes (laughs) once in a while not every time because it is fun to um, invent your own cocktail sometimes Um, and some some of the best cocktails probably just were made by accident it was like I'm gonna all I got is this and this and boom it's magic let's get into this podcast now that we have our beverage I'm gonna be awkwardly drinking out of it rather than sipping through a straw but that's probably better then I'll pace myself more or not taking bigger bigger gulps than I normally would. All right, my week. It is a winter wonderland out there right now, which makes me really happy. I have a large property. I think I've talked about this before. I have cross-country ski trails on my property. That's right, all to myself. Um, And I'm gonna start grooming those here soon. So that is excellent news um, for not only me, but my personal trainer, (laughs) who I won't be hounding four days a week. she's like oh that's good because when your cross cross-country ski trails are ready then you'll be able to uh you know ski a couple days a week you know <laughs> so that's true so i set up two christmas trees this year one on the main floor one in the basement and actually it's funny because when you walk in my house you can kind of see into the basement and upstairs it looks like one big tree it's like going through the floor just because i've got them in the same position it just it's central and it looks better that way and i, I didn't even realize that till i was like oh <laughs> it looks like a big 30 foot tree also I got to collab with a brand that I've been wanting to work with for a long time um, wicked weasel if you've never heard of them it sounds funny so it's a funny name but it's also smart marketing because it's very memorable Um, they do extreme micro sheer bikinis um, as well as they have an entire line of just sort of fuller coverage swimwear so it's not all just teensy tiny Their stuff is so high quality and it's a little bit pricey but it is so worth it and I got to try out their new line of swimwear and I just filmed that video which will be going up here pretty soon I'm hoping depending on when they're releasing these new pieces on their website. Uh, So that was super exciting, very very exciting and Of course, I'm still filming for my 25 days of lingerie, which today would be day 10, uh, which means that if you're watching this right now, you can go to my OnlyFans or Patreon and watch 10 of the videos. There's 10 out of 25 up right now. So they're roughly about like 10 minutes each. Some are more, some are a bit less, Um, but they're just so much fun. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, because I just put the stripper pole up the last, I don't know how many episodes will have the stripper pole in it. And... I'm good on a pole, you guys. <laughs> I sound like such a hoe. I, uh, but it's just something that's strong to hang on to, to pose with, to swing around. I mean, I can use about three quarters of the side of the pole, so I don't know if I'll be doing full swings or hanging upside down or whatever, but it's just gonna add a little element of fun. And that's what 25 Days of Lingerie is all about. <laughs> um, I have a lot of fun with this tier. And um, anyway, uh, down below in the description box is my Linktree link, which has all of my websites, not websites, but all of the links to where you need to go. <gasps> Pomegranates. That watermelon in there, I can taste it. Adding a candy stick... To any cocktail even if you're like because I'm throwing a party Christmas party and uh, there will be children there so I was like I'm gonna get some sticks like some candy sticks not just for my cocktails but it's a really good idea to throw in there like Shirley Temples or whatever uh just like a little fun thing and then have a treat after and they could be running around like crazy because of the sugar rush <laughs> okay so today as I was getting ready I watched Theo Vaughn's podcast called this past weekend and he was interviewing None other than Santa Claus. I kind of felt like you might have thought that I was about to say me. (laughs) And he was interviewing none other than me. Um, Santa Claus. And this guy that was that was so Santa. This guy, amazing. Like the best Santa Claus you could ever imagine. Truly for a second I was like, is this Santa? What's going on here? He because he looks like Santa year round, I mean if because he is Santa year round. He gets people that come up to him all year long, asking him questions, kids that want to pull on his beard and they want to ask him questions and sit on his knee. And uh, I just thought what an interesting... It's kind of like being a celebrity, right? Where people recognize you, they're whispering at you, they're pointing or whispering about you, pointing and you're kind of... And you know what they're thinking. Oh, that looks just like Santa because he even wears like the little glasses. It might've been part of his costume. So I thought, wouldn't it be like the best if he... Because I know that he says that sometimes he gives treats to the kids and stuff, but wouldn't it be amazing if he had some like custom, like fake gold coins made, like a token from Chuck E. Cheese (laughs) or like whatever, like a big one that kind of looked magical and just kept him with him all the time. And then whenever little kids would go up to him and ask him if he was Santa or whatever, and then he would flip on one of these gold coins and like give him a wink and a nod or something. (laughs) And the kids would just be like, (gasps) they'd never forget it ever and they'd wonder for years you know if like oh wow i think it's just i i would if i was an old fat man with white hair and i look like santa claus i'd be pulling shit left and right just to kind of like you know have fun with it because that's what really christmas is about i mean that's not true it's jesus's birthday (laughs) it's also about the fun (laughs) i was gonna wear something super festive but i'm gonna save that for kind of the last few episodes in december closer to Christmas. Wait a minute. So one of the episodes in December will be after Christmas, will it not? So the 31st, New Year's Eve. So we're going to hang out on New Year's Eve. Woo! Let's get blasted. Plastered, blasted, uh, drunk. <laughs> oh my gosh. So one episode will be Christmas Eve and one episode will be New Year's Eve. You guys, this is going to be fun. Uh, okay, so that means that The last episode of December will be New Year's Eve. So I'm just trying to figure out my outfits. I want to make sure that I wear at least two of my Christmassy outfits for this podcast. So the 17th and the 24th will be more festive. And maybe I'll be able to talk without fumbling my words. That you need to serve. I'm going to think about this one because I'm going to do some cocktails for the party. I'm going to have like a big, just, just letting you know, if you're coming, you can like be prepared a big punch bowl, but I've got like one of those ones with a little f- spout on the end so you can fill it up and then like but I can't put too much fancy stuff in there because it'll clog <laughs> it'll clog like the little tap so I'm gonna do like just a non alcoholized punch just because there will be like kids there and stuff so they can drink some of that and then of course for grown-ups I do want to do like a cocktail for everybody or two I think an eggnog or something like that mulled wine I don't know. I don't know yet. (laughs) If you have suggestions, let me know in the description. Sorry, in the uh, comments down below. Okay. (laughs) So, have you ever had somebody sing to you or like serenade you? Is that what that means? Serenade? And I mean either somebody with a guitar singing to you, maybe a a boyfriend or a girlfriend sing to you, a mariachi band (laughs) play at your table, a street performer. Even though I was raised in a very musical family. I enjoy singing myself. It embarrasses the hell out of me. Now, there are some people that can really accept somebody singing to them and enjoy it and look into their eyes. And I don't know what it is, but I I can't stand it. And it makes me so uncomfortable that my insides almost come out. (laughs) Where I'm like, yeah, like pretend, having to pretend that I'm really enjoying it is the worst. So I only bring this up because I've been obsessed with watching The Bachelorette and I've never, ever been into the show besides way early on when it first started to become a thing. And she is being serenaded to by one of these guys constantly. And then and she's just loving it. It's, It's usually one on one and kind of private. So it's not a big deal. But then they're somewhere in some city somewhere and there's a guy like a street performer playing drums. And then she's right in there like dancing publicly and the guy's like playing the drums for her and she's like right into it and then she grabs a a drumstick and starts like hitting one of the drums like she's like right I was like oh my god I would never have the guts to do that or nor would I ever want to do that but some people just don't have an embarrassment for that kind of thing and I think a lot of performers don't have an embarrassment for that because they do that to people (laughs) or late you know what I mean it's kind of like I don't know I feel I just kind of die inside a little bit when people try to sing to me or perform for me or you know what I mean I even though like and karaoke is a different thing if everybody's having a good time and everybody's singing and you're not the only one like singing to somebody like hey everybody I have something I want to say and then you pull out a microphone and you start singing and then I have to pretend that I'm enjoying it It's like I should probably get get an Oscar (laughs) because I've—it's happened to me, and I'm just like, never do that to me again, ever. (laughs) And some of you might think I'm crazy, and they're like, I would love it if somebody would sing to me. And I'm sure that it's a lovely thing if you can enjoy it. But most of the time, cringe city—that's where I'm at. So I was having a conversation with somebody the other day about. um, a topic for my podcast and I recently just texted them because I was like what was it we were talking about because I was like we I gotta bring this up in my podcast sorry let me just say one thing about pomegranates is they got these seeds in them that are a little crispy and I can appreciate that it's the flavor is great but the crispiness of the seed is a little off-putting just a little do you ever get a seed or something in your tooth that literally wedges your teeth apart slightly and it's the worst, <laughs> It's happening. that's happening to me right now. And every time I bite down, it like pushes it farther in. Let me know if that's ever happened to you. Or if you've ever gotten <laughs> dental floss stuck between a couple of your teeth and you're afraid to rip it out because you feel like you're gonna rip your tooth out, that's happened to me too. I really wish I could remember. Oh yeah, one thing that I forgot to mention about my 25 days of lingerie, and by the way, here is a little sneak preview of it just in case you wanted to check it out. <laughs> We're back. What did you think? I'm going to be doing a giveaway for my 25 Days of Lingerie. So, anybody who's purchased 10 or more of the videos on OnlyFans, or anybody who's participating in my Patreon 25 Days of Lingerie, all the same content, just two different platforms. I'm doing two giveaways. The first one is this brand new Gen 4 iPad, iPad Air, fourth generation, in a really gorgeous kind of like sky blue and it was expensive. And an Apple watch. So keep in mind that it's not like I have like tens of thousands of people that follow me on 25 Days in Lingerie. It is a smaller group so the likelihood of you actually winning one of these is a lot higher than most giveaways. I just wanted to do something it's Christmas. So like why not do a giveaway? Uh so I will be randomly selecting a winner on the twenty fifth (laughs) twenty-fifth. (laughs) 25th of December and then um messaging whoever won and I'm just saying Apple Watch and this new iPad so I mentioned this in one of the videos that I did for 25 days in lingerie that I bought one of these for myself too in the same color because these are just the bomb and it's been a long time since I've had a new iPad so I'm excited god damn this candle smells good I love it and I love this Mm, Mmm, okie-dokie. Now it's time for a segment that I like to call Kitty Twisters. Okay, so these jokes are Christmas jokes, and I happen to find a few that were decently funny. None that made me really laugh too loud, out loud, (laughs) but you might find them hilarious, so let's just get into it. Why was the snowman smiling? Because he could see the snowblower coming down the street. <laughs> uh, why does Santa always come through the chimney? Because he knows better than to try the back door. <laughs> I didn't write these, okay? I like sucked my lip in there. Don't worry. <laughs> For those of you listening, <laughs> that was a melt sound. Why is Santa so damn jolly? Because he knows where all the naughty girls live. (laughs) (laughs) What do all the female reindeer reindeer do when Santa takes the males out to guide his sleigh? They go into town and blow more than a few bucks. (laughs) Right, because bucks is male, deer. Why did the snowman want a divorce? Because his wife was a total flake. this one's so dumb but i'll i'll read it what's the most disappointing thing for a man on christmas morning when he gets a sweater but he's hoping for a screamer or a moaner <laughs> ha, ha! this one is actually funny and i never realized this before did you hear about the dyslexic satanist he sold his soul to santa <laughs> so the word satan and santa if you just flip the words around a little it's the same letters coincidence I don't know what do you call an elf wearing earmuffs whatever the hell you want he can't hear you anyway (laughs) this is a pickup line at Christmas time is your name jingle bells because you look ready to go all the way (laughs) that's actually funny I would laugh pretty hard at that I'm gonna add some more ginger beer while it's still kind of remotely fizzy everything about this drink is like lovely besides the fact I don't have a straw Why did Santa divorce Mrs. Claus? Because he refused to let go of all those irritating hoes. How is Christmas just like any other day at the office? You do a bunch of work and some fat guy in a suit gets all the credit. Well, everyone, that concludes Kitty Twisters. Uh, That was definitely a little lackluster. (laughs) <laughs> Trying to find Christmas jokes or jokes in general that I haven't told before has been tough. And I've had a few websites um, suggested to me. But some of these like joke websites is sort of strange because they're very difficult to use. Like they're a really old school website. And then they like load them full of ads. So you don't know where the joke is. And do you ever like say you're looking up some sort of like medical question? And then you get on one of these like WebMD websites where you're trying to read and click where the information is, but there's 55,000 ads that pop up, like little videos playing in one corner and ads popping up in the right corner. And what the hell? (laughs) I just need some medical information, okay? (laughs) Okay, so what is the best advice that anyone has ever given you? And I wanna know. And maybe it's something you live by. Maybe it's advice that you don't follow. But when I was little, And I was having trouble at school, like just with friends and typical kind of kid stuff where especially if you're a little girl other girls can be super mean and i just had a hard time my mom always said to me kill them with kindness and uh that is pretty much what i did a lot of times i like turned the other cheek and um just remained kind of i don't know how to describe it like i sort of do wish that i stood up for myself more rather than just being really nice to the person who's being mean to me excuse me don't get me wrong like i think it really worked because they just realized they couldn't get to me but it was sort of fake like the kindness was fake and I was still like hurting on the inside so the advice that I've given like other people that are in situations where they're being bullied and it's been a long time since I've had somebody come to me like with issues like that but yeah it's sort of the high road definitely being kind to them and sort of smiling at them waving at them I have been known to (laughs) wave at road ragers (laughs) so say you're driving maybe I've made a mistake or you know cut somebody off and it's not very often that I am driving in like city situations and like high traffic volumes (laughs) but people get so pissed and I mean like so pissed and I just wave. (laughs) They're like, Effie, what the hell are you doing? And I'm just like, (laughs) it drives me crazy. It makes it worse. So it's kind of the same concept like killing somebody with kindness and just at the same time, It probably does, like my instinct is to finger them back and be like, what the hell's your problem? I "I don't even do anything, but that's what they want. They want a confrontation like that. They want you to finger them back. They're just dying for it. But when you wave at them like happy, you know, oh, hi, thank you, yeah. Woo! You know, they're, they're so mad and that's more satisfying than fingering them <laughs> fingering them back is not as fun that's for sure so that's one uh and so whether that's the best advice i've ever received i wouldn't i think it's a good one it's definitely a good one sorry i feel like i'm greasing up here <laughs> um another one it's not necessarily a piece of advice but it's like words to live by so if you know pe- anybody that is angry hanging on to anger mad about this, mad about that. This is a saying by Buddha and I'm assuming it's Buddha. That's what it said underneath the quote. Holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Think about it. I believe that there are definitely times to be angry and to be upset and warranted anger and maybe some things that you just can't let go. But the majority of the time you're really just hurting yourself it's true like drinking poison like being so mad at somebody that you just drink poison and then you just expect the other person to die it doesn't work that way most of the time they don't even know you're mad like i've been angry sometimes at people and they have no idea that i'm even mad at them because i just kept it to myself and whatever And i just stew about it and i'm just mad but what good does that do (laughs) sometimes it feels good to lash out and like kind of get it out temporarily but holding it onto it and living your life mad at someone about something and don't drink the poison you know don't poison the other person (laughs) but it just made a lot of sense and um you know it's just something to think about because life is short and uh you know get over it most things you just get over and move forward and feel better for it wow look at how much is melted in there or dissolved i should say even the watermelon in there i don't know I feel like this is some sort of miracle. If this was alcohol free, which it couldn't really be because the elderflower really adds a lot to this, but a ginger beer with orange juice, probably like a bit of grenadine, a sprig of rosemary, one of these candies. Every one can be different because, you know, maybe let the kid choose what flavor they want to add to their drink. You know, even a peppermint wouldn't be so bad. Exciting. So, you know, I was thinking the other day how much Saturday nights have changed over the course of my life. When I was a kid, just my family would get together all the time. I had a big family, I to have a big family, and whatever excuse, whether it was a birthday, Easter, Christmas, New Year's, you name it, uh, we would be getting together. Driving from town to town, and just all the time. Um, and then right up until my like later teens, we were still getting together. And, and then, you know, moving out of the house, things change a bit. And But still, like going to the bar on the weekends was... The thing to do was like, oh, meet for a drink and then, you know, you go to somebody's house and then you wind up at the bar later. And But then it kind of started to shift because I almost feel like the cops started super cracking down on people leaving the bars and people who used to drive home on two or three drinks couldn't do it anymore. And... Then they just stopped going to the bar because they still wanted to have two or three drinks, but they didn't want to have to drive home. And then kind of like the drug scene came into play where a lot of people do recreational drugs as opposed to drink Right, because then you couldn't, I guess, get caught or whatever. And then, so it changed, like we used to go to the bar and then I could sort of see it changing. And that was never something that I was really into, was like the drug scene. (laughs) Um, I'm happy with a glass of wine or two. Uh, So that changed and that made it harder to kind of have fun and go out. And then pretty soon before you knew it, the bar started closing. And now it's sort of a strange thing, like weekends and weekends go by and you just don't do anything anymore. (laughs) I try to make a point of going out for dinner, whether it's by myself or with a friend. And I have no problem going for dinner by myself, by the way. This is another thing I wanted to talk about. Being able to do things on your own, have fun by yourself and with yourself. That's a big one. If you need other people, you rely on other people all the time. It can kind of be a bit sad in certain, certain instances because there are times when like, I have dinner plans with somebody they cancel and it sucks like if you're yeah you want to go hang out with that person but if they can't make it just still go (laughs) you know I I don't spend the whole time on my phone either I really enjoy a nice meal a nice glass of wine the ambiance, other people I mean I live in a small town so I know (laughs) I know a lot of people and so typically if I'm out somewhere then I'm talking to either the waitresses the chefs the people that are there having dinner so it's not really like I'm by myself usually ever what was I talking about oh yeah Saturday nights (laughs) good thing I write shit down so it's just changed from like the early 2000s uh to now I know that's like 20 years but I wonder if it's the same everywhere else because like in the states or because I'm in Canada obviously and um so yeah just curious more people get together i guess maybe it's happening more at, at people's homes like people have more friends over but i almost feel like people are more secluded than they ever have been like they've got the comfort of their couch and their television show that they watch or their netflix their you know youtube uh and their game i mean gaming is huge even for adults <laughs> i know lots of adults that waste their life playing video games it's easier to stay at home nowadays whereas before it was like you had to you were at the mercy of th- what was on tv that night <laughs> and if there was like a hockey game or something then you know you'd have people over but otherwise people are sort of like they they're cozy and comfy in their homes and don't even go to neighbor's houses anymore is what is this what I noticed like I have a dream I've always loved what town is it there's a in the southern states I think it's like I don't think it's Texas but just a small southern town beautiful all year round very neighborly, people look after their properties, they're throwing Christmas parties for the neighborhood, like er, people know their neighbors, their kids are in class with their other kids and they're, I don't know, I just feel like there's such a lack of that where I live. (laughs) It's not like that here. I just feel like, eh, I'm missing out on some real like person-to-person connections that I'm sort of lacking and I mean of course what's been going on in the world for the last couple years is has been wild and like affected things drastically so that doesn't help either but I don't think that's really an excuse as to why it's going on. I mean it is for the last couple years but anyway what I'm trying to say is I maybe am just craving like community. That's what I'm telling you. And I think maybe a lot of us are. I was talking to somebody about going to church like when I was little, not a long period of time, but went to church with my family and I hated it. (laughs) It was the worst. I went to a Catholic school. I hated going to mass and I hated going to chapel. and I just hate it. And then uh, church on Sunday like it was bad enough you had to go to school Monday to Friday but then you had to get up on Sunday mornings and go to Sunday school and then sit and listen to a preacher and that was not what my life was about at that age. (laughs) I was ready to go home and play with my Barbies. But then I think that there's part of that like community aspect where you're going with the same kind of like-minded people, to the same place, you're putting effort in, you're getting dressed nice. I can't tell you how many people live in their freaking pajama pants around here. What the hell? It's something that I don't know how to explain. <laughs> it really bothers me. Anyway, but I thought about would it be so bad to go back to church? and even though I'm not I'm not like atheist I definitely believe in higher power in the universe and God but I don't have the same like I don't I can pray on my own time type thing I don't need to be in like a facility to do it nothing against people that are religious I have a lot of religious friends and that's fine I respect that but I think it's a community aspect that is really lovely about it and uh but then again I'm also avoiding a lot of drama (laughs) I think there's probably just as much drama as there is like sense of community so yeah just kind of an interesting thing to talk about we okay, have one more thing I want to talk about and then we'll get into cat facts that'll we'll wrap it up with cat facts answer me this with your significant other would you rather a candle lit dinner on the beach or a six-course meal at a five-star restaurant what is your answer write it now down in the comments I want to know I'll tell you mine I am 100% a six-course dinner at a five-star restaurant <laughs> Now, does that make me sound shallow or what? I thought about this. I am, till the end, I really love the environment of a restaurant. I like the noise. I like the smells. I like the energy. And maybe that's the biggest part for me is the energy. Girl, I live in such a small, quiet town that I do miss the loud, active energetic dinners and get-togethers I had as a kid with my family. It was never quiet (laughs) and it wasn't out of control. Like there was never craziness happening, but it was always lots of people, friends, family. So I think it's like soul food for me. I just, I love to sit down at a restaurant. I like it when it's full. I don't want it quiet so I can, that drives me nuts actually. (laughs) Um, Depending on who I'm with, right? If I'm with somebody that I'm having a serious conversation with of course or somebody that you know you really want to talk to or somebody you want to listen to but no I like it I like it loud I like people cheersing their glasses and laugh and celebrating and just the energy of that is especially over the last few years where we haven't really had the freedom to go and have these experiences with other people and even though like a candlelit dinner on the beach sounds really like romantic and sexy and that's you know there's a place for that too but if I was given the choice like say okay cat, you can go for dinner one time in the next six months what would you rather do then maybe that's how the question should be posed definitely definitely five-star restaurant six courses and I don't know I mean part of part of like my life's enjoyment is food and even though I am I have control over what I put in my mouth, I'm not just like, oh my God, this cheesecake was made just for me and it's got all these special ingredients and I can still control myself and just enjoy little bits here and there. Uh, so it's not about like just eating all the food. Maybe that's not what I'm trying to say, but <laughs> I uh, that's, that's for sure 100% my answer. And I'm going to be interested to read your answers and what you had to say about it. Now it's time for a segment that I like to call Cat Fat. had facts is a segment where I just read facts that I read online that I thought were really interesting and maybe you didn't know maybe you do are these true or not disclaimer I don't freaking know I find them on on the internet and I think they sound cool so I just read them here you're welcome (laughs) glaciers and ice sheets hold about 69% of the world's fresh water so almost 70% of the world's fresh water is frozen right now I didn't realize it was that much actually I know that heard similar things recent droughts in europe were the worst in 2100 years did you know that i did not i knew there was something going on but i didn't know that that's it was that crazy uh there are fossilized plants in greenland under 1.4 kilometers of ice i didn't even know that there was ice that thick in existence 1.4 kilometers of ice like straight down um i'm an idiot (laughs) I didn't realize Greenland was just a big block of ice. I mean, isn't it a bit risky to like build a house? <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe the, the houses there are meant to be moved. I don't know, but crazy climate change is causing flowers to change too. Don't worry your prized red roses aren't going to turn turquoise overnight but an increase in UV radiation due to the ozone layer uh, deteriorating over the past decades has caused flowers all over the globe to change. A 2020 study led by Clemson University scientists determined that the UV pigmentation in flowers has increased over time which has led to the degeneration of their pollen. Although we can't see the color change with our eyes it's a big problem for pollinators like bees who are attracted to the bright colors that flowers produce. If it's not that evident to the naked eye, is it that big of a change? And I also read that the ozone layer will be regenerated within the next 50 years. Have you heard that? How? I don't know. North Korea and Cuba are the only places you can't buy Coca-Cola. I've been to Cuba. I've been to South Korea. I've never been to North Korea. So I believe that one. Definitely believe that one. Uh, But Cuba, I don't know if I believe that. I feel like So no matter where you go, it's comforting to know that you can always enjoy Coca-Cola. Oh yeah, that's the first thing I think when I get to a country. Thank God I can at least enjoy Coca-Cola. Well, almost anywhere. While this fizzy drink is sold practically everywhere, it still hasn't officially made its way to North Korea or Cuba according to the BBC. That's because these countries are under long-term US trade embargoes. However, some folks say you might be able to snag a sip of the stuff if you try hard enough, although it'll typically be a lot more expensive than what you would pay in the States and probably import it from a neighboring country such as Mexico or China. Yeah, I don't know if you'd find it like in the grocery store in Cuba, uh, but I don't know. They've got Pepsi. Do you really need both? This was confusing to me. The photo that I'm seeing here is disgusting. So... Those are peppers. Uh, The hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you. All right. The weapons grade dragon's breath chili pepper is so hot it's downright deadly. If you ate one, it could potentially cause a type of anaphylactic shock burning your airways and closing them up i've tried it on the tip of my tongue and it just burned and burned said mike smith the hobby grower who invented the dragon's breath along with the scientists from nottingham university so why make such an impractical pepper as it turns out the chili was initially developed to be used in medical treatments as an anesthetic that can numb the skin okay So I have a couple questions. Um, I thought that like capsaicin, so the pepper in the peppers, doesn't actually do any damage to you. I think this is why they use it for pepper spray because it can disable you pretty easily but it doesn't do any damage. So like you can get sprayed right in the eyeballs with pepper spray but then recover completely. It doesn't actually hurt you and I've had some freaking hot peppers. Oh my god you guys I forgot to tell you this. I bought a box of of hot peppers so they were no what am I talking about I bought a box of buffalo wings uh so spicy buffalo wings and I believe the brand is sissies anyway they're boneless chicken wings so They're basically like chicken nuggets that you bake in the oven and then you cover them in this buffalo sauce and eat them and they were gluten-free and I was like excited so I made them and they were really like before I put the sauce on the little nuggets were really good just on their own and uh anyway put the sauce on go to take a bite of one it's the hottest thing I've ever had in my life and I've had ghost peppers. I've had orange habaneros which were like freaking hot but anyway. These were so inappropriately spicy. it was evil it was almost like a prank and the person I was with was like what the heck?" so we were we were in the kitchen my kitchen has like an island and we were circling the island suffering we're drinking milk trying to get our and I am not a pussy when it comes to hot peppers okay I can eat a hot pepper and handle it these were out of control especially because I was sort of unprepared and I think it was I can't remember the name so so the spiciest thing ever um anyway but back to what i was talking about when it comes to them saying burning your airways and closing them up i feel like they would close up but i'm not sure exactly what kind of damage is being done like if you were to take for example take one of those peppers okay and on the most sensitive part of your arm rub it into your arm okay like crunch it like say say you blend it up and you wipe a little thick layer of this pepper on your arm are you going to feel it right it's just like your mucous membranes I think that are going to be the most affected but or will it actually burn your arm I don't know I have to look that up I feel like it doesn't I I feel like you can have like a reaction though from it as an anesthetic that would numb the skin so it kind of does the opposite. It doesn't actually burn your skin. It like takes any pain away. Weird. The Canary Islands are named after dogs, not birds. That reminds me that I've been to the Canary Islands and I recently posted a nude photo on OnlyFans of me on the beach. <laughs> It might seem safe to assume that the Canary Islands were named after canary birds, but the location was actually named for a different animal. Although it's off the coast of Northwestern Africa, the archipelago is actually part of Spain. In Spanish, the area's name is Isla Canaria, which comes from the Latin phrase canary Insulae for island of dogs. And there were dogs there. I won't lie, (laughs) not a ton, but uh, definitely lots of stray dogs. Okay, four babies are born every second. Now I want you to try to do the math. There are approximately 250 births each minute, 15,000 each hour, and 360,000 each day. 360,000 babies born each day. Okay we'll end it off with this fact. Canada has nine percent of the world's forests which doesn't sound like a lot actually like I feel like it's meant to sound like wow nine percent but I feel like Canada's massive. So Canada boasts thirty po- 30- <laughs> 396.9 million hectares of forests or 9% of all the forest area in the entire world according to Natural Resources Canada. Wow, wow, wow. That concludes cat bats oh. I think I had a candy stick since I was like really little. Well, that's not true. I probably bought one in Banff one time. They have a couple candy stores there. I'm going to link this cocktail down below in the description box, just the way it's meant to be made. I'll of course include that there's a little candy stick that you can throw in there. You don't have to, but it was really good on its own. Also, I want you guys to watch, it's only half an hour. It's that podcast between Theo Vaughn and Santa Claus. At the very end, I freaking bawled my eyes out and it's not for any type of sentimental reason. It's because of what he said he did that just stabbed my heart with like love. <laughs> I just I balled my eyes up so if you're curious about that then watch the video because it's actually super just great to watch in December so I'll link that down there as well also my 25 days of lingerie is happening now as I mentioned today's day 10 and you can watch all 10 of those videos right now and you got 15 more to go um plus bonus videos so Make sure to check that out. My Linktree link is down below in the description box. Click that link and you'll be able to see all of the places you can see more of me (laughs) if you want. Uh, If you're watching this podcast, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any of my future content and my bikini content. My Wicked Weasel haul is coming up, um, which is a little skimpier than my usual YouTube videos. So just so you know, subscribe so you don't miss that. Always remember holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die don't hold on to anger (laughs) all right everyone that concludes episode 34 of kitty liquor that's l-i-q-u-o-r don't get it twisted thank you guys so so much for tuning in and i will see you all in my next video